All right, here we are now. And today I'd like to talk about conductivity. I'd like to explain the importance of conductivity. And this is important because it is directly proportionate to how deeply you live, how alive you feel, how profoundly you experience things. And in some ways it is just metaphorical, it is just a metaphor, it's just a way of thinking about things, a way of understanding a phenomenon or a situation or a, what we might call, a fact of life. But in other ways, it's actually literal. In some ways, as you will see, it is literal. So, what exactly do I mean by conductivity? The way I think about this, and the way I've sort of visualized this for myself, is that it's like an antenna. And when you have radio frequencies, you need to have your antenna set up in a certain shape, in a certain way, with the right apparatus attached to it, for you to be able to tune in to the radio. So it's that old analogy of dialing in, of turning the knob, and you've been able to hear the radio station. It's gone from static to something very clear. Now, there are other materials which are conductive of things other than just radio waves. And in a sense, everything has a degree of conductivity. There's conductivity of light, how much light actually comes into a substance, how much light is absorbed by a substance. It's also a matter of temperature, of heat. You can be conductive of heat. And when it comes to the human being, well, that's where it becomes a little bit more abstract. That's where it becomes more high level because you can be conductive to ideas, concepts, experiences, emotions. So this thing of having something, a substance, and something else going into it is basically what I mean by conductivity. Whether it's the radio wave going into the radio antenna or the human being that has the idea going into its mind. Now, of course, some things are more conductive than others. <laughs> Right? You do have to have your antenna set in a certain position and it has to be made of a certain thing for it to work. Another example of this, or another way of looking at this, would be to say, well, wood doesn't conduct electricity. And in a sense, that's true. If you put an electric current into a certain setup of your wood under a certain set of conditions, generally speaking, we say, well, the electricity is not going to be able to flow along. Electricity flows through certain things, certain compounds, 
better than others and in others, well, not at all. But if we actually look at that, well, actually, what is lightning apart from electricity? If we say, well, a tree gets struck by lightning, well, it sort of has had the electricity go through it, right? That bolt of lighting going through the tree is electricity going through wood. And of course, the analogy there is that when you have someone making an effect on you, or an experience making an effect on you, or even an idea or a concept making its effect on you, Sometimes it needs to be like a bolt of lightning. Sometimes it needs to actually have that force, that power to hit its way in. To force its way in, in a kind of shock. And it's very dramatic and it leaves a kind of devastation. On the mental level, On the perspectival level, we might call that a paradigm shock. Now, when it comes to human relations and human connection, this is all the more important. Because the whole way we connect with each other is by being receptive to our feelings or the other person's feeling. The way I am able to connect with someone else is to be able to have the feeling that they're having, to have the experience that they are having. Now, a lot of the time we have shared experience because we're doing the same thing. We find friendship and camaraderie by being in the same place, doing the same activities, which then leads to the same experiences, which then leads to the same feelings. On another level, in a different way, we find camaraderie by actually hearing the stories and hearing someone share about their experience with words. And if you're really listening to that person and you're really taking in the words, you're receptive to it, you're having your conductivity functioning at a higher level, at a sensitive level, then those words are actually translating into feelings. Now, there is very much a part of me that feels that feelings are king. Feelings are the be-all and the end-all. And we can say, well, that's just one way of looking at it. It's a pretty safe bet to say that feelings are king, but another way of looking at it is to say, well, there's a whole range of ways in which we connect, because we do connect through the mind. We do connect through perceptions. What can you see? What have you seen? What was it like for you to see that? What was your vision? What was the image? And that can be conveyed through words as well. Right. If you're telling someone about something you've seen, you're still using words, but that's not necessarily a narrative. It's not necessarily an idea. It's not a concept. It's not a philosophy. So perceptions is another way around it. 
another sort of leg in this octopus of experience that we have. And really, the, the, the ground fact of it is, how receptive are you? How conductive are you? Is it going to take a bolt of lightning for someone to connect with you? Or are you highly sensitive? Now, there's a little bit of a paradox that creeps in here, and it's something that actually turns into a kind of pathology if you're not careful enough, because you can say, well, what would the, what would the opposite be? What would the actual extreme sensitivity be? What would be the thing that you would be if you felt everything? If every idea that landed on you completely changed your whole being, if every emotion that was expressed, you felt even more than the person who was expressing it. And that is possible. (laughs) In fact, it's impossible for someone to be able to feel more than the person they're talking to. But in that way of functioning, in that way of being, which is feeling everything, being sensitive to everything, you actually have to open up to grounding. You actually have to have a center which is unchanging. Another way of looking at this is through elements in a little bit more of an abstract, new agey sort of way, which is that we have, say, the two elements, just for example, of wind and earth. So the wind is that fluffy thing. It's that always changing, subtle, powerful, always floating, never the same, just continuously evolving, continuously dancing thing. Right? You can get a sense of the wind element just by being in the wind, by seeing how trees move, how trees flow. And that element would be the conductive extreme. Right, Whatever, whatever you put into the wind, the wind ex- absorbs. Right? If I just push my hand like this, I'm pushing into the air. And the air takes that perfectly. It's absolutely absorbing, absorbent of that movement. Now, the opposite is the earth. The other element is the earth element. And the quintessential pinnacle of that element is the big mountain that's made of stone. And it's been there for thousands of years, millennia. And <laughs> it does not change. It does not move, right? doesn't matter how hard I push against that mountain, against that brick wall, that stone wall, whether it's brick or stone. <laughs> it's not going to change at all, right? You can't move a mountain. It's always been there, always has, always will. And it's actually these two things that go together when we're understanding our own 
conductivity. When you learn to be as receptive as the wind, you will find that you need a grounding. You need a stability. And many people live without both of these. Many people live without any conductivity or receptivity. They're closed completely. They're closed to ideas. They're closed to their own perceptions. They're closed to other people. They're closed to empathy. And that is not a grounding. That's not a strength. That's not being centered. That's just closedness. Unopenness. And that's the sort of person that needs conductivity. That's the sort of person that needs to understand that the antenna needs to be in the right position with the right apparatus to be able to tune in. Now, possibly the best embodiment of these two elements, the earth and the wind, is the tree. Because if you look at a tree, you realize that even with the faintest wind, a leaf moves. And the amount that the tree moves is proportionate to how much the wind moves. If it's very subtle, the leaf will move just a little bit. You might have to actually watch very closely just to see that. And of course, on the other end of the extreme, well, the, gr- the groundedness of the tree is final. Those roots are deep and strong. If you ever really tried to push against the tree, well, it's just like pushing against a brick wall. It's like pushing against that stone mountain. Now, of course, (laughs) the analogy does break down. I mean, trees aren't final. Sometimes the wind is strong enough that it does pull it up by its roots. But there is something to learn from trees just by observing them just by looking at them and seeing that every single thing that goes towards that tree is absorbed perfectly, proportionately to the force by which it arrives. And that's how we need to be with the ideas that we are exposed to. That's how we need to be with our relationships, with our empathy, with our listening and understanding each other and really experiencing another person, really going into how they're feeling, what is the real experience that they had or they are having. So, those are a few thoughts on conductivity.
And I guess I should say now, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> I've said that before. But now at least you know a little bit more of why I say thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Which of course is something that I hope you've done, right? There's still a degree of, well, how much have you really tuned into this? How much effect has this idea really put on you? That's something you can assess right now to gauge how much receptivity you really have. You can do it with just this very conversation. But at least that's a start at explaining this important concept. It does go deep. It does have many applications, but at least that's a start. So thanks very much for tuning in. And that's all I have to say for now. <laughs>